Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs, or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's time to turn off the lights and turn on the dark. Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Good evening, listener. You're listening to Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. On tonight's edition, we invite you to leave behind your safe reality and descend with us into the frightening depths of the most terrifying imaginations with an audio adaptation of horrific fiction about confounding cases. I'm your host for the evening, Otis Jiry, coming in for my good friend, Mr. Steve Taylor. And tonight, I'll be your guide as we traverse the dimly lit corridors of your darkest dreams. Joining us tonight on our mini-episode to help bring to life the frightening fiction of Radar Steel are voice talents Rissa Montanez and Nick Goroff. Now get your ticket ready, take your seat in our Theater of the Minds, and brace yourself. It's time to turn off the lights. Turn on the dark. Our tiny, terrifying tale this evening is written by Radar Steele and performed by Rissa Montanez and Nagora. In it, we meet a private investigator delving into the twisted dark world of make-believe. Now, without further ado, I present to you Panthers in the Park. Samantha stumbled over the uneven ground as she left the safety of the hiking trail. Her breath was ragged from the constant effort to keep moving as fast as possible. 
Samantha's legs burned as she rushed deeper into one of the darkest and most untamed parts of the large park. The lack of lampposts made it nearly impossible for her to see anything while her eyes gradually, and only somewhat, adjusted to the creeping darkness that covered the place. Samantha's left hand fumbled about in her pocket until she gripped the small flashlight she had placed in there earlier. It took a few clicks of the old device to finally get it to turn on, but the small beam of light that shot out gave her a slight sense of ease from the anxiety she was experiencing. She continued to advance through the surrounding trees briskly, taking a shaky hand and reaching for her holster. It took a few tries, but Samantha managed to retrieve the 44 snub-nosed magnum and hoist it out into view. She stopped for a few moments while digging in the front pocket of her suit jacket for the ammo she had haphazardly dropped in there only several minutes before. Samantha managed to pull out a few bullets before loading them into the gun. All the while, her labored breath sounded through the night air. I knew I should have loaded this damn thing earlier, she grumbled. Samantha's complaints were suddenly interrupted by blood-curdling screams coming from somewhere in front of her. Though she tried to suppress it, a wave of panic bubbled up in her stomach, causing her hands to shake even further as she finished properly loading her weapon. Finally, Samantha filled the last chamber and took off through the crowded trees with a flashlight in her left hand and a magnum in the right. Detective Mathis! A voice cried out. We found it! Oh my god, it's massive! Samantha quickly tried to pinpoint where the shouting was coming from and adjusted her trajectory accordingly. Her labored breaths continued while her ill-equipped shoes continually slipped over the various autumn leaves that littered the ground. Despite the flashlight, Samantha still found it extremely difficult to avoid the naked tree limbs, the bare branches periodically assaulting her face and arms as she ran. Frustration began to rise alongside the feeling of anxiety as her efforts to find the other officers were proving to be fruitless. There it is! Someone shouted. Samantha pivoted in the direction of the voice as another yelled, Good God! How is this even possible? It can't be real! The distinct noise of several gunshots filled the air, making it easier for Samantha to figure out where she needed to go. A few more shots were fired before a series of screams filled the nearly empty park. Samantha could easily identify the abject terror and pleading that came from the shrieks, and that sent a chill down her spine. She only managed a few more strides before a wail of agony came flying through the trees. New and horrible noises of ripping flesh joined the horrific screams, mingling into a truly nightmarish assault on the ears. A terrible feeling slammed into her gut as she realized she might be far too late to save anyone. No! God, no! An officer cried from somewhere relatively close to her. Despite all signs showing that certain death was likely ahead, Samantha continued her dangerous run through the makeshift woods. Her adrenaline made it all the easier for her to ignore the branches biting into her skin while she pushed forward. The flashlight beam continually bounced with each stride Samantha took, and she had to check her footing every couple of steps because of it. Another series of shots were fired off, quickly followed by a snarling growl from some type of monstrous beast lurking about between the trees. 
Finally, the beam of her flashlight glanced over something that wasn't just leaves and dirt. She quickly stopped while lifting her magnum, prepared to fire away. Samantha calmed down as her chest heaved with a desperate need to gasp in large gulps of air. Slowly and tentatively, she shone the beam of light over the anomaly. The crimson color splatted across the leaves, made it very evident what it was. But Samantha didn't want to admit it to herself. Her left hand trembled as she slowly tilted her flashlight to illuminate more of the undeniable liquid soaking the dirt and foliage littered across the ground. It took Samantha a few moments to build up the courage to shine the beam of light onto the source of the blood. But once she had, she was greeted by the mangled corpse of an unfortunate officer. Samantha took a few careful steps over to the body to examine the true extent of the damage. Finding that even with her high constitution, the scene made her a bit queasy. The officer had been ripped to shreds, with recognizable claw marks gashed all across his torn flesh. Large chunks of meat were also missing from the body, and several of the man's entrails were lying scattered about the ground around his corpse. The sight of the officer's intestines being stretched out far past the man's feet was by far the most horrific part for Samantha, and she couldn't help but shudder for a brief moment. You piece of shit! She screamed out in a rage. I'll end you right now! She frantically whipped her body about, shining her flashlight in every foreseeable direction in search of the beast that committed such a horrific act. Samantha couldn't understand why, but the ferocity of it had blindsided her. She had been to each crime scene. She had seen all the victims and the autopsy photos. Normally, that was enough to keep her level-headed during a case. But this was different. Finding a fellow officer torn to pieces while alone in the darkest part of a wooded park with a simple revolver made things far too real for her. All of these factors came crashing down on her and Samantha couldn't help but be terrified as the realization that she might not make it out alive dawned on her. Why the hell am I doing this? She whispered to herself in a shaky voice. Suddenly, a light rustling from nearby startled her, and she turned in the direction of the sound. From somewhere, a few dozen feet in front of Samantha came a roar that was immediately followed by something leaping from the dark. The thing had barely come into the path of her flashlight beam when Samantha frantically fired off two rounds. A yowl of pain came from the beast as the shots threw off its attack. Despite clearly being injured, the thing charged toward her at a frightening speed. Samantha was only able to register the black fur that covered the creature before leaping off to her right, barely avoiding the grasp of the beast as it barreled on by. Samantha lay in the dirt only for a few seconds before scrambling to her knees. She turned her attention in the direction the beast had run towards, but her flashlight beam was only met by trees and darkness. Terror held an iron grip on her innards as Samantha rapidly scanned the area around her, desperately trying to catch sight of the creature. No, 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 she frantically muttered. Samantha whispered to herself, Where are you? Where the hell are you? You can live out your MasterChef dreams. 
when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A small rustling sounded directly behind Samantha a moment later, sending a shiver through her body. She pivoted in an instant, firing off another two shots before her eyes could even spot anything. The bullets found their mark, hitting the creature nearly in the center of the neck. Though the shots hit, the beast still managed to lurch towards her. She dove out of the way just as the creature landed in the spot where she had been a second prior. Samantha quickly recovered and shined the flashlight on the animal as it took in its last gasping breaths. The thing gave a few gurgled yowls before it finally went completely still. She cautiously took a few steps toward the beast while still holding her gun at the ready. A sudden movement coming from in front of her caused Samantha to whip the gun towards the noise. Don't shoot! A voice instantly called out as a man in an officer's uniform appeared with his hands raised. He took a deep breath before adding, It's me, Detective Mathis. It's Officer Hollis. Samantha lowered her gun before sighing. Good Lord, Hollis. I almost shot you. Where the hell have you been? Officer Hollis bowed his head as he shamefully admitted. I ran off because I thought it was coming after me. He glanced down at the beast lying on the ground. Looks like you took care of it, though. No thanks to you, Samantha replied in annoyance. Hollis took a few tentative steps towards the unmoving thing before puzzling. What? What the hell is it? That can't be from around here, can it? He leaned in close, then added, Is that a... a panther? Samantha shook her head as she moved closer to the animal. It sure looks like it, but it's not. Well, what is... Samantha cut him off. Just watch. The two stared down at the body in silence as something strange began to occur. Suddenly, the thick black fur on the supposed panther began to recede rapidly. The snout of the beast retracted as its head shape also morphed. Claws were sucked back into the creature's appendages, while the paws changed as well. 
Both Samantha and Hollis could hardly comprehend the sight before them, as the monstrosity started taking on human-like characteristics. After a few more seconds, bare skin appeared through the fur, and a human face also emerged. The two stood perfectly still until the transformation was complete, and the panther had turned into a naked man. What? Hollis began. What the hell just happened? He looked to Samantha for answers. How is this possible? What is it? A weir panther, Samantha replied while holstering her gun. But how did you know? Hollis inquired, completely flabbergasted. Samantha shrugged. Intuition, I suppose. That and some very dumb luck. She further explained. I happened upon a news article from two decades ago talking about a string of murders with the exact same M.O. as the ones we've been working on. So I got in touch with a detective who had been in charge of things, and he spun me a hell of a story. Samantha looked down at the body, adding, Still. Part of me thought there might be some truth to what the old-timer was saying. <sighs> Better safe than sorry, right? But how did you kill it? Hollis asked. When Samantha met his gaze with a confused look, he rephrased the question. We must have shot this thing over a dozen times, and it didn't seem to phase it. So how come your gun worked and ours didn't? <laughs> Silver bullets, Samantha smiled. Apparently they're the best way to kill any weir creature. What in the world? Hollis chuckled. This is getting way too weird for me. He couldn't help but inquire. So... If you don't mind me asking, how many of those bullets do you have? Wouldn't they cost a lot of money to make, you know, with them being made of silver and all? I mean, what I'm saying, I assume you don't have enough money lying around to make a whole box worth of those bad boys. I'm sure they normally would cost a crap load, Samantha replied. But the old-timer lent me some. Only six bullets, mind you, but... I guess it was enough to get the job done. With all the officer's questions answered, Samantha turned away from the body and started walking back the way she had come. She listened intently for Hollis's footsteps behind her, but there were none. Not wishing to jump to any conclusions, she waited a few more moments to confirm that he still wasn't just lagging a bit. She then let out a deep breath before pivoting around, shining her flashlight beam onto Hollis. In an instant, she drew her revolver from its holster and fired off a shot that hit Hollis directly in the gut. The officer let out a roar of pain while grasping at the wound with a set of half-transformed paws. I thought he wasn't alone, Samantha said as she slowly and cautiously took a few steps towards Hollis. There was no way one person, regardless of whether they were a weird creature, could kill all those victims on their own. The timing of it just didn't add up. And that's when I realized there had to be two killers. It was the only explanation that made sense. Hollis let out a growl from the malformed mouth that had pushed out several inches from the rest of his face. He desperately swiped a clawless paw towards Samantha even though she was well out of arm's reach from him. A strange snarl that was part human, part panther, 
escaped from his mutated maw as the frustration from his fruitless efforts grew. Samantha shook her head as she took careful aim with the revolver. I wish it hadn't been you, Hollis, she said, hesitating for the slightest of moments before pulling the trigger. The bullet hit the officer right between the eyes, and Hollis stood completely motionless for several seconds, a look of shock plastered across his twisted visage. Then, his lifeless body fell to the ground, hitting the dirt with a muted thud. <sighs> That's a shame. Samantha sighed as she turned and began her trek back the way she came. The adrenaline that had been coursing through her quickly wore off, causing her limbs to shake wildly. After only a few steps, she had to grab hold of the nearest tree to keep from face-planting. As she tried to compose herself, she took one last look back at Hollis's corpse and muttered, Just a damn shame. I hope you enjoyed Panthers in the Park, as written by Radar Steele and performed by Rissa Montanez and Nick Gorov. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out the other shows we offer on our network. Longtime resident and powerhouse, Otis Jerry. Hey, that's me. Says here I have my very own show here on the network, Scary Stories Told in the Dark, which you can hear every Sunday night. We have Fear from the Heartland, featuring horror stories brought to you from the Heartland, airing on Wednesdays. And Eric Peabody's Horror Hill, a podcast dedicated to some of our deeper and darker tales. We hope you check them out. Now, our weekly descent into the depths has just about come to a close. But before we go, I'd like to take a moment to thank you for joining us tonight and remind you to take a moment to stop by our iTunes page and leave Chilling Tales for Dark Nights a five-star review and a kind word and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if you haven't already. And, of course, subscribe to us on YouTube, where you can find an archive of our work going back to 2012. And also consider signing up as a patron at our website, ChillingTalesForDarkNights.com to show your support and get all of our content ad-free. I'm your host for the evening, Otis Jiry, and as always, it's been a pleasure. Tune in again next week, and we once again turn off the lights and turn on the dark. Sweet dreams, listener. Sweet dreams. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.